Well, hey, good evening. And this is uh, Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. And I'm Shannon. And tonight we're talking about finding enjoyment in life. Yes. Finding the joy. There's a, a specific passage here I want to take right away from Ecclesiastes 5. Ecclesiastes 5.18 says, Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him, for this is his lot. So basically, um, in Ecclesiastes, there's a lot of things in Ecclesiastes that sometimes aren't joyful. It's all it's all what I've memories and what yeah. I've learned and things like that. But some of these, we also have to see that some of them are joyful things. And, and Solomon's looking back saying, what I have seen mm-hmm. is that it's good and fitting. Mm-hmm. To enjoy the life that you have, the life that God has given you, and the life that God has given you where you are, when you are, how you are. Don't seek something else. Just enjoy what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah 65, 21, and then 22b says, They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. My chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. And I think... God has created us. Oh, I had the one that you just said. Well, there is mm-hmm. nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live, to eat and drink, take pleasure in all their toil. This is God's gift to man. That's Ecclesiastes three twelve and 13. Uh, God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. First mm. Timothy 6, yes. 17. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the person who takes refuge in him. Psalm 34, 8. And, oh, I have one here. Now, if you're obsessed with your looks, there's even one about that in the Bible. It says, those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. Mm -hmm. So we need just to focus on God and everything. Our hearts will be satisfied. But I have a couple things here. Um, I got this one from, actually, there's a, uh, and I don't know what year it was put up on the, on the web, but it's from Pickens First Baptist Church, a sermon. And okay. this was a quote that the preacher uh, quoted. And the, the, the author of this quote, and I don't know if it's a book or what, his name is David Gibson. So David Gibson says, For it is precisely in enjoying the world God has made that we show we have grasped the goodness of the God we say we love. Failure to enjoy is an offense not merely an oversight. When the child does not enjoy the gift the parent has lavished on him, it is an affront to the parent's love as much as the child's deliberately breaking the toy. No parent is glad that Buzz Lightyear sits pristinely in the box rather than being lovingly bashed and bumped in daily adventures. Real relationship involves seeing another person take pleasure in gifts given. Delight is what we ask of others as we freely give to them. Although the analogy is not identical, God is like this too. It is striking that in Deuteronomy twenty-four or Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-seven, Moses tells the people of Israel that the curses of the covenant will befall them, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart, because of the abundance of all things. Christian living collapses when it is not delighted with the bounty God gives. Hmm. Yeah, if you think about the Old Testament. And um, 
we always look at the Israelites in Exodus as being, why would you do that? Why would you do mm-hmm. that? And they complain constantly. And they they don't like the manna. Well, for goodness sakes, manna from heaven. Yeah, and you crazy. get tired of it. You get yeah. tired of these things. One of the things we have to remember, Cowboy and I found place. this on uh, gotquestions.org. Okay. It says, the first thing we need to do is to realize that joy is a gift from God. The root word for joy in Greek is kara, which is closely related to the Greek kero, charis, for joy. Joy is both a gift of God as well as a response to the gifts of God. Joy comes when we are aware of God's grace and relish His favor. That's really good because if we, and also that goes to, if we stay grateful, we can find joy in things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter what is happening. There is joy there. I will say I haven't always done this because I, I know when our kids were small and we had all our kids at home and trying to make things work. And make ends meet. There's times. Make ends meet. Yeah. A lot of times, there was too many times I stressed out. And I can understand that. And mm-hmm. I do understand that. But it didn't help me. It didn't help anyone. And, and But it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, yes, we're supposed to enjoy life. But we do learn through through trying times and and I think maybe it is a, a sign of maturity when we can enjoy life no matter what's going on. You know, I mean, we might be having a hard time in some part of our life, but there's blessings in that. And that's also, you know... Um, and I want to read that. Oh, I want to read a little passage here. This is from Philippians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which Paul wrote from prison. Right. He wrote this when he right. was actually in prison. And he says, uh, Philippians 4, starting in verse 4, says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say Mm -hmm. rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. I just love that that concept is no matter what's going on, Mm -hmm. when you go to God in the deepest part where you have to despair, always be grateful. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, that God's listening. Be mm-hmm. grateful that he's there, that he cares. And everything that we we might lack or we might struggle over thir- certain things, you can always find positives as well mm-hmm. if you look for them. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, oh, God bless them, there are Eeyores in the world. Mm-hmm. There are people that look for every cloud that they can find. Mm-hmm. Every silver lining has got to have a cloud, so they look for clouds. And they miss so much joy in life. They, I will say, and I want to put a little caveat, caveats or whatever you want to call it. We're not talking about enjoying life, uh, a self-indulgent kind of lifestyle or a vain, opulent enjoyment. Mm-hmm. This is just enjoying life because we're alive and that Jesus is part of our life. Jesus says in John ten ten, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. That's the kind of life Jesus wants for us. He came so we could have that kind of life. It's a it's a, a free kind of life within, and we can we 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 live out of God's peace and love. And no matter what happens, we can be within at peace and just just love life. 
love all. It does. That doesn't mean you have to like every single part of it, but you can love it. And Jesus said, "It's such as these," and he was talking about the children. Mm. The kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And when we get to be adults, we have a tendency to lose the ability of wonder. That's what I'm thinking. Wonder. Wonder and joy. Um, Jane spent some time with our grandson up in Montana. And she got him to the point where he looks. And it was just one of those things that I think she was trying to distract him at the moment. She said, oh, look at the sky. Look at the sky. And when he turned around and he saw the sunrise, he got excited. Mm -hmm. And she can get on FaceTime with him early in the morning and say, hey, go look at the sky. Look at the sky. And he'll run to go look at the sky. Just joy from that. Mm -hmm. He gets joy from watching the school bus go by. Oh, he loves the school bus. And he's two. And a half. And a half. He has not, he's not going to school but he jo- he just seeing that that big yellow bus just makes him so happy, little things like that, and I think sometimes for me, I think one of the reasons God gave me a grandson is because I can see joy, mm-hmm. because I see His joy, and that makes me joyful. Mm-hmm. I can't help, I don't care how bad my day is going. When I see Him smile, my heart lights up, we just automatically. Also, yeah, and I think of the Father looking at us. And even on a fallen world, through grace by God sending his son to us, we are, we are on the path to be reunited with him. And our father is watching us and with us every day. And wouldn't, what joy does he get out of us getting joy out oh, of what yeah. he created? He, we fun. look at what he created and we find joy in it. And he can say, ah, you're, you appreciate my creation. Mm-hmm. You like what I made. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? I will say I have a little illustration, and then I have something to read. We can sometimes, uh, well, often, we humans, we are grasping at stuff and grasping at the things the world taunts us with. And when we do that, we get sidetracked about what truly will make us happy and joyful. Mm. And not that there's anything wrong with stuff. But if this is our aim, stuff. Another part of Ecclesiastes says, the, and I don't, I can't remember where it's at, but I read it today. The one who loves money will never be satisfied with money. And if you just want a bunch of stuff, you're not. That is not going to satisfy because you'll just need more and more and more. But my little illustration is: this is, I think, well, it could have happened this morning. I don't know. Maybe it was this morning, um, and it was on one of our little video calls. And uh, our grandson and our daughter were in the bathroom brushing their teeth or something. And they opened the medicine cabinet. And my daughter uh, had hid his binkies in there. I don't know why she just didn't throw them away because now he's not using them. But she hid them in, in there and he saw them. He hasn't used them for probably a month or more. I don't Maybe just about a month. And he hasn't even missed them. Maybe the first day he did, but he hasn't since. But then he saw that binky, and he wanted it so bad, and she wouldn't give it to him. And he was crying and crying and crying. He had been completely happy. But then he saw something he thought he needed and wanted. And that's all. He's just screaming his head off. And we then we distracted him. He was fine. But 
that's what we adults do sometimes. We kind of get distracted thinking we really need or really want something when we don't need or want it. And it's not going to bring us joy. And it's just silliness. But we can get so obsessed with something that we lose sight of all of life. But here's the quote. This is from a website called lookingatchrist.com. And I thought this was really good. Rather, the Bible makes it clear right away that God is the creator and designer of all that we are. We were made in his image, meaning he knows what we're like since he made us like himself. That's from like Genesis 127. He therefore, of course, knows really well how we work better than we do. And as experience and the Bible both show our hearts, what we love, care for, desire, delight, and hate are what really make us who we are. Our internal desires, fears, and loves fuel all else. This is how we work. Our hearts lead us to act in certain ways. And on the flip side, certain things we do actually change our hearts for better or worse. And I guess I did that because God, he tells us to be joyful. And He, and he we see some things that will make us joyful, taste and see that the Lord is good. The things that God says for us to seek, like seek his kingdom, seek him. He doesn't do that because he's like... Uh, arrogant, he knows that's where we're going to find joy. So he's mm. any and any command he has for us, like the Ten Commandments, or they're for our good and for our benefit and for our joy. Mm-hmm. When we live the way he wants us to, we will find true joy. Here's another true. one Psalm 56 7 says, These I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Living. <laughs> Living in touch with God, living in step with God, living in tune with God um, will bring us joy. In Galatians 5.22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Joy is one of the things that Mm -hmm. is a fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So when we are living um, in connection with God, with the indwelling of the Spirit, joy is easy to find because the Spirit is joyful. Mm-hmm. And if you ask God, make me joyful today, you will find things. I mean, think about being in the car and your favorite song comes on the radio and you're just belting it out, singing along with it. It's not something you probably would do in the middle of a meeting or a boardroom or something like that. But you can have that moment, mm-hmm. that moment of joy. And it's so sad that... Um, we get so distracted by the world and the things going on around it mm-hmm. that we miss the things that bring us joy. Mm-hmm. We miss joy because we're too busy looking at miserable mm. and not busy enough looking at joy. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. If someone listening to this is having a hard time finding that joy that we're talking about, mm-hmm. there's something that you can do that... I mean, obviously, seek the Lord and give him, ask God for joy. Or, or, or And in John 6, it says, no one can take your joy away from you, by the way. In John 6, that's a great chapter to read. But here, here's something else. And, and this is also kind of how to get in touch with who you really are, in a sense. Think back when you were a child, mm-hmm. like a small child, like maybe, and think of the things you really enjoyed doing. Whatever it was. And I think 
if you do those again, whatever it might be, I bet you'll feel joy. Sometimes we get away from the things that we think aren't productive, but it depends what you mean by productive. I think spending time doing creative things or uh, what or pl- play, play, you know, uh, we say it's just kids playing or whatever, but that's very important to their development. But it's also important for we adults to play. Mm-hmm. In in whatever, like I love to swing. I'd love to go outside. I wish I had a big old swing outside. I'd swing probably every day. I'd love that. But it's important for us to to do that kind of stuff. Like if you love playing catch with someone, play catch with your kid. Play catch with your spouse. I, have fun. Do something you enjoy doing. Well, and as a Christian, I think it's kind of our our responsibility to be joyful. It is. We have a tendency to think of happiness and joy as being something that is passive. It's something that happens to us, not something we can control. Mm-hmm. But you can turn yourself to joy by spending time in communion with God and seeking that. And then tell yourself, today I'm going to be happy. Today I'm going to, be, I'm going to seek joy. I'm going to notice it. It's there. I'm going to notice it. Yeah. We can, you can drive down the road in your car on the same route that you take every single day and get safely to your destination and see absolutely nothing on the way there. True. You can put blinders on to everything around you and still get the job done. Mm -hmm. We can live our lives and live everything the way we're supposed to do, doing all the things the world says that we're supposed to do, checking all our boxes, and never notice the things around us. We can do the same thing, checking the Christian boxes. Yeah. But if we stop and take time, um, this song came up, and I'm looking at a, a website here that brought it up too. Bobby McFerrin came up in the 80s with a song that, Got played so much it drove everybody crazy. What? Don't worry, be happy. Oh, that's from the 80s? Yes, it was from the 80s. Oh. Don't worry, be happy. Is that what the little turtle was singing on my computer? No. Oh. (laughs) No. But this, that song is almost New Testament-like. Because he's not suggesting, he's telling you, don't Mm. worry, be Be happy. happy. And Mm -hmm. I think... That's what, you know, don't be anxious, but with Thanksgiving, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Give it to God. Walk away whistling. Mm-hmm. Walk away happy. You know, whistling is something that, boy, whistling, I just, just, it just crossed my mind. People don't whistle when they're mad. True. Whistling is a, is a joyful activity. Oh, also. Kind of like that. In the Bible, I, this is a little assignment for oh. one of you. <laughs> it, God whistles in the Bible. I think at least twice. So if you, that's just a little <laughs> trivia thing. A little trivia thing to look, look it at. up. Yeah. Just look it up on Google. It'll help you. But uh, something else. If you also, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to be joyful today. Yeah, we can do that. But another thing you can do is you can say, I'm going to be a blessing to every single person I talk to today. Try to make other people happy. Smile at them. Uh, be grateful around them. Compliment them, and not a shallow, don't flatter, 
But truly, if there's something you see in another person that you really appreciate, tell them. You know, a lot of people don't ever hear anything good, which is really sad. You know, I, there's all sorts of good things you could tell anybody. Um, I mean, there are times in life when we will experience mourning or sorrow or grief and those kind of things will happen. And they will hit us in, uh, they will hit us at, at, at everyone, whether you're a Christian or not, is going to have those things happen in your life. Mm-hmm. You're not spared it because you're Christian. No. You're not given, you're not given a pass because you're a Christian. I think sometimes you might even get more. But from a Christian perspective, understanding what we have been given and the grace we have been given and the love we have been given by God, more than anyone else on earth, we should be joyful. And we should also, I mean, just the joy of knowing that this is not our home, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. We've got something even better coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. If you're living in expectation of great joy, you live in joy in that expectation. And as Christians, should we not be living that way? You know what I want to do? People should see us as being joyful. Yes, oh. because you know what? When you're a grumpy Christian, that's a bad witness. Well, and it's just, it's so contrary to... To God's message. Yeah. You know, Jesus, they, they called Jesus a man of sorrows. Um, and he had a lot of, lot of things in his life that would bring him sorrow. But they also called him... But he was also joyful. They called him a glutton and a drunkard because he hung out with at sure. parties. You know, and but he wasn't, he, but... but And that's why uh, there's, there's a couple of artists I really like. And uh, like watching The Chosen and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, so, they showed Jesus... Smiling and laughing, and, and I joking. love that. And being a little sarcastic, and I just love in a that. Good way. Yeah. I love that that camaraderie that he has with his disciples. But I also loved even the the drawings and the paintings of Jesus laughing because mm-hmm. you know he did. Mm-hmm. He found great joy. I mean, when he healed someone, you know that there was joy in their heart, and they were crying, and they were so happy. And you can't be there and not feel that. Well, you, God, can't, you can't be in that, in, in that yeah. moment and not feel the joy that they feel. I think the somebody happiness. had to shout. But God created humor and laughter. Oh, yeah. I bet Jesus laughed a whole bunch. And I, I think it all comes down to your perspective and what you want. If you want to be miserable, you will find a way to make yourself that. But if you release yourself to God, you will find joy. And, you know, there's so many people that have been, that are so self-deprecating. And they, they try and, you know, isolate themselves from everything. And isolate themselves from the world. And, you know, just, God created this world too. We messed it up, but God created it. Mm-hmm. And there are things in here that are glimpses of eternity and glimpses of heaven. I've always said I just love the fact that sun sunrises and sunsets are so colorful. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be that way. He did it just for joy. We don't get. There is nothing on this earth that physically benefits from a colorful sunset, except for us. No. There's no physical benefit. We don't need to have a colorful sunset. There's no need there. We don't get anything from it. 
but not physically. emotionally. Yeah, emotionally, though. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And physically, we don't need oh, that. Oh, right, right. There is right. no benefit to the earth whatsoever to have a beautiful sunrise in the morning and a beautiful sunset at night. There's no benefit whatsoever of being able to to see all those things, except the fact that God, in His grace and His love, wants mm-hmm. us to see beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. He wants us to see joy. Why are birds colorful? Yeah, when you're I out here watching them. your little mm-hmm. birds out here, why why are birds? Why do they sing in those beautiful songs? Mm-hmm. Just for us to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's nothing else. It's just God created things to bring us enjoyment and mm-hmm. to give us joy. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, the smell of a baby, the baby's head. Not the butt. No, no, just the head. <laughs> but the baby's head, when you're holding a brand new baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who doesn't just relish that moment, feeling that little body in your arms and just, you know, that's a thing of joy. Mm-hmm. God created so many times in our lives when we are intentionally given gifts of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And if we ignore that, or we look away from that, or we seek to distance ourselves from that, we're pushing away a gift that God laid out for us. Mm -hmm. You know, something would be a great source of enjoyment, and I want to get really good at it. First, we don't... One thing we need all need to do is we take God seriously and we recognize that people are loved by God and you treat them with dignity. But when it comes to ourselves, we shouldn't take ourselves seriously, too seriously. I mean, when we're doing God stuff. But I mean, I would like to get to where I could tell stories about my life that I can laugh at and other people can laugh too. Let me tell you about this time. I'm sure there's a lot of stories I could tell. I can tell stories about you that make people laugh. Well, that's okay. And no, I, not, I okay. Be the, not okay all the time. Sometimes no, you don't like me telling those No, stories. well, I, <clears throat> some of the stories, I don't want you to tell stories from the pulpit that make me sound like some saint. I'd rather you make me sound like an idiot. Just because... No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No. Well, anyway. And, oh, wait, I can tell a story today that happened. Okay. So... I got the garbage out. I don't know if it's funny, but it's stupid. Um, I got I got the garbage out, and then I still have my pajamas on. And then one of the garbage kind of kind of poked my leg. I was like, "Ow!" You know, I didn't think about it. Well, then I got my jeans on, and I looked down, and, and this was like half hour after the garbage. I looked down, and my whole foot is all bloody. Then I pulled my whole leg, my jeans up, and it was blood all the way here. And I was like, oh, my golly, I cut myself. That garbage bag cut me. So, see, I have a Band-Aid there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was so dumb. I was just like, where did all that blood come from? That's from, the, it was probably from either the the big glass bowl I broke yesterday or the big glass cup I broke yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm clumsy. When we as... Breaking things. When we as Christians think about a life with Christ, not just now, but in the future, there should be joy in that. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that, you know, all heaven rejoices. Mm -hmm. All heaven rejoices. When someone is saved, all heaven rejoices. So why can the saved one not 
rejoice also. Mm-hmm. And why can we not rejoice for others? Mm-hmm. We do. We do with the with the babies. We rejoice with them. Mm-hmm. I rejoice with a student that suddenly has a light bulb come on and go. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. I rejoice in that. I love that. I love it when when I'm preaching and and I can get people to laugh or I can get people to think mm-hmm. or I can get people that say, "Boy, that one touched me." That mm-hmm. you know, I get joy out of that. Yeah. Not selfish joy. Not I'm not, not proud of myself joy. on that. Yeah. I'm just I'm just joyful that God. I get to share in the fact that someone says God touched me. Yeah, I think. Um that's the thing that whatever you do in life, you need to live a life that you can really get into. I mean, like, just really live it. Because mm-hmm. you obviously, I know you enjoy teaching, and I know some days are not the best, but often it's just because of mm-hmm. other people or whatever. And yeah. then I know you love to preach, and we love to listen to you preach, but... When you're doing something as your job, whatever it is, if you really enjoy doing it, that's what we're supposed to be at work at things that we've been equipped by God to do that we find great joy in. And that doesn't mean you always find great joy in it. I mean, but overall, you're like, I will do that because I, that's where my heart is. And I think. That going, I'm going to go all the way back to where we started here. Okay. With that Ecclesiastes 5. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to say it. Behold, I have seen to be good. What I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with one toils under the sun, mm-hmm. the few days of his life that God has given him. For this is his lot. And his lot, um, a lot usually means that it's like you drew something out of a hat and this is what you get. And whatever God has given you, talent-wise, gifts-wise, whatever God has placed you, whatever God has done in your life, he did it for a purpose. And that purpose was for you to serve him in, in that place. And if we find joy in the place and the time that we are in right here, right now, if you think back over life, how many times has that changed? Mm-hmm. It has not been the same. There's something has moved, something has, you know, a job, uh, uh, you move locations, children are born, children raised up, children leave. All sorts of things happen in life. There's constant changes. But that is our lot. That is the life that we have. So if we live in the life that we have, fully embracing the life that we have, that's where we find joy. If you live wanting to do something different, be somewhere different, be someone different, any of those things, the world will constantly tell you you are not enough. Mm-hmm. And you are enough. You mm-hmm. are loved by the Savior. You are loved by God. You are valued among anything. You are invaluable to God. Your value goes beyond anything you can imagine to Him. And as something that it, as someone who is valued so greatly by the creator of the universe, exactly the way you are, exactly where you are, exactly who you are, if you are loved by the creator that much, there's nothing missing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing missing in your life. You are loved. Mm -hmm. That's enough. Mm -hmm. You are loved. Find joy in the fact that you are loved. 
Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the the highlights and the emotional highlights of your life are going to be love. Yeah. Love for a child, love for a parent, love for a grandparent, love for a spouse. Love the first time you really oh. you're dating someone and you really find love when you're dating someone. Love is important. Yeah. And we find joy in that. That is love. But we need to remember that we are always loved. Deeply and completely because of the sacrifice God gave us uh, through His Son. He loves us so much beyond our comprehension. And in His creation. And in everything. The fact that you are ever taking a breath mm-hmm. is a miracle. Enjoy the miracle of life. And He enjoys hanging out with us. He wants our presence. He wants us he to really be present to spend with, time him. with you. Yes. That is joy. Mm-hmm. So seek your joy. Find all those beautiful things that are around you. Emotions, songs, sights, sounds, tastes. You know, a really good, fresh, ripe strawberry. Mm. If that doesn't make you smile, unless you're allergic to strawberries, or a good apple. A very good apple. Or... Sometimes chocolate mm-hmm. or the smell of a horse for me. Mm-hmm. I cannot go near a horse without putting my arm around him and smelling. I just, there's something about that. Leather does the same thing. Mm, I walk into a store me. and, you know, a, a harness shop or a saddle shop. It used where to all be they when you walked there. into runnings, you could smell that leather. But yeah, I, but it, I, there's so many other things now. But yeah. you could go mm-hmm. into certain places that are focused on leather work and you walk in and you just, oh. Does smell good. Yeah. That is a good smell. Fresh cut grass. Mm. Alfalfa, alfalfa when it's first laid down. Yes, oh. my mother loves that smell. The smell of alfalfa. Mm. Lavender. Oh, yep. Mm. Oh, lilacs. Lilac. Fl- lilacs, oh, yes. Flowers. You know, the sound of, you know, a gentle breeze in the summertime. You can mm. close your eyes and just listen to the world. Or just the feel of sit in a skin. Sit in a hammock and just relax and just listen to all of God's creation without your eyes being present. I will say if we catch ourselves stressing about something because we all will mm. but if we catch ourselves we can stop it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take over because stressing about anything it, it does no good. It's really bad for your health. I mean I can feel it when I do it. And you have lived through worse. Yeah. No matter what God throws out in front of you, um, no matter what the world throws in front of you, no matter what you might stumble over and fall over, it always is something that could be worse. And if you are a Christian and you have God's presence in you, of course it could be worse. The greatest, the greatest suffering I think I could ever experience is the absence of God. Well, yeah. Because I've never felt that anymore. No, only never Jesus is the only one who ever so, felt that. Isn't that crazy? So find your joy. Mm-hmm. Grab a hold of it with two hands. Carry it around with you. Show it to other people. Let other people show you their joy. You don't want you want someone to want to understand what it is to be a Christian. Be happy. Mm-hmm. Then they'll come to you and say, "Why are you happy? It's Monday." Ah. But it's, isn't it a beautiful Monday? I get to see you. I got to wake up this morning and come in and be myself and do my thing. And you smell and be the person. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, God bless, and I hope that I hope that this is something that might help you along a little bit. And I sincerely hope that right now you're finding some joy. Amen. Amen. Bye.